Podcast Appetite for Distortion, episode number 439. My name is Brando. Welcome back to the podcast, Mr. Max Cavalera. How are you, sir? How are you? How are you guys doing? I'm good. And, and you say guys, because if you're not watching this on Zoom, I, I, I do this, but it's been a while since I've done this. I like to have listeners of the Appetite program. To whether That's why I always say, follow me on social media, because the conversation always continues in between the broadcast, because you never know. So I put it out there. Hey, who wants to inter- help me interview Max Cavalera? And Jeff could not have been more excited to inbox me. And uh, when when are you seeing him? You already got tickets. Are you seeing Soulfly or Hurry Up and Die? Uh, I'm seeing um, them uh, the Machine Shop February 21st, man. Yeah, that's uh, that that's gonna be fun, man. I love the Machine Shop. Uh, that's that's a fun place. Uh, we're all ready to go. We're all. We we already done all the rehearsals that we had to do, and uh, we all it you know all systems go. Where is that, by the way, Jeff? I don't even know where you're uh, from. I should have Michigan. Michigan, Michigan, dude. Because I'm a Michigan dude, and you like the Lions, man. And we're like go. winning. We're doing good. Go. Let's go, Lions. <laughs> I remember talking to you about that last time. Just the randomness of being a Lions fan, and you guys won a playoff game for the first time in what thirty years or something like that. We're on a roll now, man. You know, Michigan, the Wolverines won. I'm sure Jeff is happy about that. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy, man. It's it's great, man. All the Michigans doing good, the Wolverines, and then, um, you know, the Lions are doing good. It's all good. Well, it's all yeah. good. I won't mention yeah, the Pistons then that lost. Yeah, them. we don't talk about the Pistons. <laughs> Let's leave that part out. <laughs> and, you know, the Red Wings aren't haven't been doing great. Yeah, well, that's fun. That's just true. Yeah, that's so funny, Max. I completely forgot about you being a Lions fan. So this is perfect, Jeff. This is one of the reasons why I reach out, just a passionate fan base that, you know, not just listens to me, but loves the, the guests that I get and the connections. It's not just about the music. It's just it can go into sports. It can go into family, which we're going to go into. And, and and my mistake, I don't know why I said hurry up and die. I, I think that was a... Go, it's called, uh, yeah, when you said that, I was like, what are you talking go about? Go ahead and die. You want to know why I said that? Because it's go ahead and die. Forgive that's, me. That's almost as good, though. That's like, it would it would have worked like that, too. You know, that's like, you know, it's it's kind of, it's a, it's a real punk kind of name. Um, I don't know if I told you to do it, but the original idea was we're trying to find a, a Japanese name. And we were trying to, to translate, how do you say, um, uh, how, how do you say fuck you in in Japanese? But he wouldn't do that. And then when we went online and checked it, it said the Japanese people, they don't say fuck you. They say, go ahead and die. Wow. Um, and then we thought, wow, that's pretty brutal. That's a cool name. Let's just use that. You know, forget the Japanese name because that was way too hard to say anyway. Nobody probably would have even understand or or know how to pronounce that so we just kind of when we'd go ahead and die and uh 
it's one of those kind of like shocking punk type names um which you kind of stick now you know um it's kind of fun when you have people ask me like so what's the name of the band and i go go ahead and die you know people kind of go they get shocked a little bit it's kind of cool i love that and uh for the reason why hurry up and die was in my head because i'm re-watching gotham that batman show that was on a while ago and i watching closed captioning and i paused it there so that's a meaningless explanation of it so but I, i'm glad that we're starting off with the name go ahead and die we're talking there because i don't know if yeah. you saw this this tweet that kind of went viral by you can be a nobody well i mean everybody's somebody but you could not be famous and you can have a tweet go uh, viral so uh, this is at aromatic romeo and, and i'm bringing this up for a reason because of what we're talking about and dying fetus responded to this uh dear metalheads when you're when you name your band dying fetus it feeds into the negative stereotypes about your culture violent antisocial, mis- misogynistic and limits the potential audience for your music and ideas to normal people punks learned this lesson uh long ago which is again really silly point and dying fetus responded dang where were you back in 91 to advise us of all this had we listened we surely would have gotten that taco bell sponsorship by now so i'm just yeah. <laughs> i'm just curious you know your thought because i grew up with you know dying fetus cattle decapitation and, and morbid yeah. angel and all these you know even in punk dead kennedys and so oh, yeah punk names are, are are always they've been um really uh strong you know uh very very uh, suggestive of of dark humor type stuff you know i mean the sex pistols and and yeah. uh that doesn't get more wild than dead kennedys you know that's yeah. like mm-hmm. that's some like ornament stuff um bad religion I mean, this you go to the to the English uh, bands, you know, I said Sex Pistols, but you also had Clash. Uh, Dude, uh, what about uh, what about the Dickies, man? The Dickies? <laughs> yeah, the Germs, right? The Germs. Uh, there's so there's so many. The New York Dolls. I mean, I mean that one is a little bit more. Oh, that's a little playful. Side of it. But but even Guns N' Roses, I, I think that's really uh, it's a cool name, you know, like because you just think of of Guns and, and Roses together, like the the combination of both things. Uh, and band names, I think it's all about the name that sticks with you, uh, you know. Like Sepultura was a it's a translation from a Motorhead song that was called "Dancing on Your Grave," and I used to translate songs because I was a kid in Brazil. And I used to translate songs from the dictionary, wow. so I could, under, I could understand what my idols are singing because I didn't know I was I spoke Portuguese, so I spent hours translating all the records: Black Sabbath, um, Motorhead, Iron Maiden, and when I was translating one of those, Grave translates to Sepultura, and that's how we got the name. But the name sticks, you know. It's uh, it, now it, it's it's a big name now in the rock world. But uh, yeah, it's cool. I mean, I've been naming bands for a while now. It's been thirty years. I gave I I, I named uh, Soulfly, Sepultura, uh, Killer Be Kill, Nail Bomb, and uh, it gets harder and harder to be original. 
<laughs> and creative through the years, you know. Well, uh, you are because the when you giving me the meaning of go ahead and die is so much more than just seeing that on the page because it sounds like okay, it's it's a metal band they want to be in your face, but for you to look into the Japanese translation and learning what they instead of saying fuck you, it's something so much more yeah. hurtful. But just like I guess it's just cool to kind of know the history it wasn't just a one-off you know it just came to you in a dream it's just like you did your research to it and put work into it so i think that's pretty that's pretty badass i think yeah and also it, it, it refers also it was created during the pandemic and it was a bit uh also about how a little bit how we kind of felt um around the world actually uh brazil was highly affected by the pandemic a lot of people die um and it was kind of like a lot of the the, the rich people and the, the the powerful people couldn't care less for mm. the masses and they were like we don't care go ahead and die you know that's how we feel about you kind of kind of thing and then we thought of 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 the of the regular person you know the normal person um and uh that's kind of like has has a little bit of that the new, the new record we kind of switch gears we talk more about mental health which was kind of a huge um it's like a taboo kind of uh subject a lot of people are afraid to touch it or talk about it but i think it's kind of important to talk about that you know because we have a lot of that in our world and we need to reach out and help people get through that stuff you know thank you for saying that that's kind of while well, you you know uh gnr is my main theme but mental health is my secondary theme the last episode i just did was with the founder to rock to recovery talking about playing music together writing music for for healing and uh yeah it's it, it's it's such it, it, in our world it really is a big deal it, it, it really is uh and that's what i find so interesting about the metal community that you might see the go ahead and die and you know jeff and his tattoos and his, his denim uh, <laughs> his denim vest and be like whoa but it's the most loving community out there i think is is the metal community so is that yeah. what kind of motivates you to, uh, one of the reasons why it motivates you to go out and tour and to see people of just how loving the metal community is for for you not just in general and in general oh, i feel the i feel the uh the love man you know when i go out it's so great like meeting fans and a lot of them say really deep stuff that sometimes uh shakes me to my foundation to the core you know there's people that come into me and say uh you know my brother was sick with cancer and your music has helped him get through you know and sometimes it's even even more sad than that like somebody like you know I, I, my brother had cancer your music was, was helping but eventually he passed away but he was a huge fan of yours and that's like that's just you know it hits deep man you know um i love meeting the fans i think it's it's great the enthusiasm um the passion the, the heavy metal passion is unique man because i think you, you can find fans of pop and hip-hop and and reggae they don't act like metalheads man we, we we are more passionate you know we really love this shit to you know to the core it's great you know it's amazing what do you think about 
you see it a lot online, but gatekeeping with, okay, if you like this metal band, then you can't like that metal band. I'm always so against it where just, you don't have to, just enjoy it all. It doesn't have to be your favorite if it's someone else's, but why put them down? So do you see a lot of gatekeeping and what are your thoughts? Yeah, gatekeeping and also people that, that, you know, seem to know too much about it uh, and, and they put down people that don't know much about it. Yeah. Um, that also like pisses me off. Um, I, I, uh, I think Anthony Bourdain had a great, great quote. Oh, you're freezing a little bit, Max. He shows and he said, oh. I love going to. Max, you're you're freezing. We might get have to get your buddy. And I don't know anything. It's okay. We'll we'll, we'll fix you know? this part. Hey, hey, Max, can you hear me? It's okay. Hey, Jeff, what are you doing? Are you freezing too? Uh, am I freezing? No, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm 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 feeling pretty warm. Okay. <laughs> I'm joking. That's funny. <laughs> no, that was good. No, no. This is what yeah. we, we we can either uh, edit this out or leave it in, which I usually just leave it in because that's uh, the beauty of live radio even though it's pre-recorded so uh we'll get max back on but what was the um you know let me do this jeff while we're stalling time because i would have saved it towards the end because you're obviously uh excuse me jeff uh, so, okay how do you do the camera thing let me can i do the camera thing I yeah mean, do you, like... are you on your phone or on you on yeah. your uh camera uh yeah i got my, my I mean, phone on, on your on your laptop rather you're on your phone okay let me see oh dude here we go i think i can figure it out i figured it out Okay. I know how to do this. Sure you do. It's a, she gives me oh. this little uh, video icon. Okay, I got it. I mean, I got like a... There you go. Okay. Even though I, I like your blonde mullet in the picture, I'm hoping you ha- you still have it. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny that I can't believe I started out saying hurry up and die like an idiot. I screw up so much dur- during these podcasts, which is why I guess I invite anyone to co-host because you can do what I do. And what I lose you too, Jeff? This is gonna be taking. No, no, oh, okay. I'm still here figuring out the, the thing. Because <laughs> it's true. What do I still have Gotham up? Oh, it's this one. Okay, so I'm on season five, episode four. I've already seen this show, but I'm just rewatching it. And I st- I paused on because uh, I watched closed captioning because I'm an old man, and it says "shut up and die." That's what it says. Oh. <laughs> so that was oh. that was stuck in my head. <laughs> you know, let me um ask you this, Jeff, while I got you here, because I would probably save this towards the end, since you're obviously a yeah. Sepultura, Max Cavalera fan, obviously. Oh, a, a Guns oh, dude, R- like, oh, man, it's all great. Well, you're obviously a Guns N' Roses fan, too, since you're following me, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, how many times have you seen GNR? Uh, three. Okay. Which, how many, uh, what shows? Uh, well, I've seen them once, like, uh, probably like 2005, 2006. And then I seen them when they did the uh, couple Michigan shows when they did like the reunion thing. Okay. Okay. Cool. So, All right. And we got like a really cool RoboCop shirt. Oh, I, that was a good shirt. See, Max, we were just stalling. I know it, it happens. Uh, I was just asking you. Internet, but it's crazy. It's it's wild. It's the wild, wild, wild west. You said before you don't. This is why you get somebody else to do technology for you, Max, so you don't have to worry about it. But yeah, uh, I was. a question. What's your favorite bands? My well, you know my favorite band. Well, what's your, what's your five favorite? Oh, bands? my five favorite bands. Well, obviously GNR. Let's see. Uh, the Doors are up there. 
Um, Look at that. I figured out how to use the camera. Oh, there we go. He's got the cool glasses. Oh, yeah. He's got there the, you go. He's got like the Brian Knox uh mullet from the Nasty Boys. And I Boys. have the cassette tape, the go ahead and die cassette tape. Oh cool. Oh, yeah, man. Beautiful. So I guess the the doors, uh, Metallica. Um I, I don't want to say Sepultura just because you're here. I don't want to sound like I'm blowing smoke or anything. That's cool. <laughs> uh, who, who I'm trying to think who else? Because it, it always rotates. I mean, I love Covid and Cambria. Um, I do like older Green Day. Um, Megadeth. It's, it's it's a whole it's a whole hodgepodge. So Jeff, that's who I mean. That's who I was asking him his questions in between. Obviously, he's a fan of you. So I was like, let me get let's stall with some GNR questions. And man, Jeff, I can't get past that you really look like one of the nasty boys from WWF in like the nineties. Dude, I mean, I love Brian Nobbs. Brian Nobbs, Brian Nobbs. man. When, when I get my hair cut, dude, that's who I show him a picture of Brian Nobbs. And I'm like, <laughs> cut it like this. <laughs> I love it. And the Soulfly shirt. Let me see it. Oh yeah, yeah. I got I dug my Soulfly shirt from uh, um that one. Oh yeah, that's uh, when that was when you had a uh, Dino. Dino was playing guitar. Yeah, yeah, from Fear Factory. Cool. That was pretty rad. That was pretty. That was fantastic when you played over at the Diesel. And yeah. uh, Chesterfield. Yeah, man, that's cool. That's a cool shirt. I love it. Uh, I got mine's not as cool. Mine looks like a guy, uh, a skull that looks like Mike Ditka is from Chicago, because my wife, oh, right my on. wife's from Chicago, so it works. It's work. It's not as cool as the Soulfly shirt. But is I believe that, is that where you are. You, are you in Chicago or no? No, I'm in Queens, New York. My wife is from Chicago, okay. so that's why I have a lot of. We were just there a few weeks ago to visit some family for for the holidays. Uh, in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, in Chicago. I've had never been there before until I met my wife. So I've been there a few times now. Yeah, we're super excited. We just found out that there's a place there called Kuma Burger. <laughs> okay. I don't know if you guys know about it, but it's, it's super. Um, it's, I think it's it's been on a food t- uh, food network TV. Guy Fieri's been there. They're like the best burgers of Chicago. But right now they're doing a Metallica burger, and then the next month they're doing a Go Ahead and Die burger. Are they awesome? Which my son my son designed the burger. It's called Desert Carnage, <laughs> and it's all Southwest. Oh, I love that. I, I want to talk about this. Is a good segue because uh, you're playing Chicago. Uh, at Reggie's in Reggie's, February, yeah. and you're playing my neck of the woods, uh, Brooklyn. Yeah, that could be a fun show to go to. Uh, also February 10th. And what about you, Michigan? Where where are we? Uh, Flint, Flint, Michigan, man. The February 21st at the Machine Shop, man. Yeah, I see it at the Machine Shop. And Wednesday, man. I'm excited. I'm excited. Ha- it's gonna be awesome. With half heard voices. That's one of the the, uh, the bands opening for you guys. Uh, Second shooter, half heard voices, Madzilla, Deep Within, all rotating dates. But I want to get yeah. back to your this the segue the, the band you have. Uh, go ahead and die with your son. Now I. I interviewed oh, you. Oh, did it. Um, okay, I, I just wanted to say the drums on this album are amazing. It's almost like a ministry kind of thing. Like, it is so cool. Like, it's just like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, dude, it's like ministry, but not like industrial. Like, it's like, like, like metal, you know? Yeah, man. Appreciate that. Yeah, it's a, it's a really cool drummer called Johnny. Uh, he's, um, 
He's a, a real good friend of my son, Igor. Uh, they have a band together called Healing Magic. And he also plays for a black metal band called Black Braid. And um, Johnny's cool, man. Because, you know, the, these songs, they were written in drum machine like Ministry. Oh, no. So, so we played them for the drummer. And we're like, yo, you have to, you have to, uh, you know, you have to sound like that machine. <laughs> Which is... It's easier said than done, man. You know, he was like, he was sweating in a in a studio, man. We put him into the grinder. You know, it was like it was it was a tough recording for him, man, because some of the stuff was like two hundred BPM. That's, oh wow, that shit's fast. That's fast. It's yeah. like you gotta play like this. You know, we don't. You know, there's no other way around. There's no you can't. You gotta do it. You know, that's we wrote it like this. We wrote it with the drum machine. Then you have to, uh, you know, replicate, replicate with your uh, real drums. But he did it. He did a great job. Came up pretty cool. And one of your sons has played with you in Soulfly, right? Yeah, Zion. Zion plays drums. And then now you're playing with Igor. Uh, My older son. Who, yeah. Who has the same name as your brother, but middle yeah right it's, it gets confusing <laughs> I, I was like am i looking this up right so how did that happen was your brother like flattered like did you named him after or did you name him after your brother i did i did because uh igor is a russian name and i don't know why my brother is named igor because we don't have any russian in my family in brazil uh so i don't know how my mom thought of that name but it's he was watching cool. Frankenstein? I don't know. Eagle. Probably one of those, yeah, <laughs> Igor. It sounds really, really metal, actually, you know? And then Gloria's family, my wife, they are from Russia, uh, Siberia, actually. Oh, wow. So I wanted to please her family and then uh, please my brother as well. And to be honest, I was a bit lazy looking for names. <laughs> uh, I think, you. like... My, my first son, I went crazy, tried to find a name, and I found Zion with a Y, which is a little bit different than Zion with a I. Um, and then so I think I spent all my, my creativity looking for the first kid name. <laughs> and when it was time for the second one, all right, let's, let's just take the easy road. This is, he just will be Igor. <laughs> um, but I think I, I remember joking. We had some crazy... Uh, suggestions me and my wife he almost he almost ended up being called Genghis you know which is like Genghis Khan yeah oh wow which that would have been pretty wild uh or also like dragon a lot of people in the in the eastern Europe their name are dragon wow uh, okay that's a that's a cool that would have been cool too but he goes by Igor Amadeus which is this middle name that I gave him for Mozart or just yeah I'm a huge Mozart fan awesome so I watched the I watch Amadeus the movie a thousand times and then uh and and that means love God Amadeus you know love God um so I thought that would be a cool name for him for his middle name so now for him to different uh make himself a little bit less the same as my brother he goes by igor amadeus that's when people ask his name he okay he, he says i'm igor amadeus um so it makes it a little bit more different but yeah it's it's so fun having the 
opportunity and and privilege to play with my kids you know it was like a dream when they, when they were born i was like praying to the to the metal gods like please become musicians and and be good so we can jam together you know um and eventually with time they got good at it and good enough to be in bands with me and uh, now i'm doing stuff with both of them which is really really cool so let me I asked because I interviewed you last year. I believe it's been about a year. So at the time, my wife was pregnant. Now I have a nine-month-old baby boy. So What's his, his name? Harrison Rex, named after oh. George Harrison. And, and oh. Rex, because, I mean, I love dinosaurs. And we kept uh, her last name and my last name, so we didn't want it to be a long, you know, Harrison, Amadeus, Sorensen, Weisler. I didn't want a whole thing, so just Rex. So Harrison Rex. So yeah, and it's funny. That's, that's that's got a ring to it, man. It, it I think it does. There used to be that old actor Rex Harrison from uh, yeah. the, the golden uh, age of uh, of movies. But let me ask this, because you were saying that you're praying to the the metal gods for your kids. It's funny that my son is kind of born with a mohawk, like the Misfits mohawk. It's just longer in the middle than everywhere else. And oh, wow. cool. you know, we're listening to rock and roll. I mean, obviously he's he's so young. What was it like when you were? Uh, when they were young, like how did you introduce them? I, I'm talking past the nursery rhymes phase and blues clues phase. Do you remember like the first concerts you took them to and like how old they were? Oh yeah, uh, in fact, the first first concert I took Zion. Zion was nine days old. Nine days. Nine days. We rented a limo, and my sister came with us to babysit him because me and my wife we wanted to get you know good and drunk uh and have fun at the concert you know it was fate no more uh and it was a cool show and i remember because i know them you know we we play in brazil together with guns and roses as well um play rock and rio together and i remember i telling them before the show i I just have a kid he's in a in a limo he's nine years old he's nine days old you know and uh mike dedicated a song to him which is a song called Kindergarten, uh, which is, is from the Angel Dust record. Yeah. I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Like, dude, you're nine days old. You're already getting songs dedicated to you. Like, it doesn't start any better than this. I had to wait 20 plus years for somebody to dedicate a song to me. <laughs> you, know? you got it in nine days. Oh, I love that. Nine days. All right. Because his first concert was not my decision. It was my wife's. He saw Dave Matthews when he was four months. But And we're going to see the Foo Fighters though next summer. Because I'm just thinking like, is it too, what's the youngest kid you've ever seen at a Soulfly show or Sepultura? What's the youngest you've seen oh i make sure i stop the show and point out when i see very young yeah you know i may i make a thing out of it i it's not i, I don't ignore it or or i don't let it be like oh just a normal thing no no like i do i call timeout in the middle of the show i put him in the spotlight you know like i ask him his name i make the whole crowd cheer for him oh, that's beautiful and it's been, it's been a couple like really really young maybe like <laughs> talking three four years old either with their parents you know sure sure they, not, they uh, three or four they didn't come in by themselves now yeah yeah <laughs> they were carted at the door <laughs> the, dad, the dad has them on their shoulders and uh and uh yeah so because you know the the audience kind of grows with you um and a lot of my fans are uh, 
a lot of them are similar to my age, they're around fifties. So they get they got kids now. Uh and with me something really interesting happens is a lot of times the dad is a Sepultura fan and the kid is actually a Soulfly fan. Mm. And uh, they come together to the show and I see them talking with each other. Like, so the kid would be like, hey, dad, Soulfly is better than <laughs> Sepultura, you know? And, then, and I was like, yeah, I'm not getting in the middle of that conversation. <laughs> no, no, don't, that. Put, don't, don't put me in that, man. I don't want to be, I don't want any part of that. Um, but it's really cool meeting them like that. And, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it, it, it's uh, there, there was one kid I was playing with my brother and he had a sign. He was really young. He was he was seven years old or eight and he had a sign. Let me play drums, uh, you know, just said that on the sign. So I was like, I put him on a spot like, come up. Yep, you're playing it. You had the sign. Go see there, you know, like. What song you want to do? And uh, he wanted to do an old Sepultura song called Troops of Doom. Uh, he did great, man. Yeah, he killed it. Oh, I it love was, that. Uh, it was, it was, you couldn't see him. He was so, he was so small. <laughs> All you could see is the symbols, you know, like, uh, like you couldn't really see him, <laughs> but it was cool. He, he, he did, he did pretty, uh, pretty good job. Well, I can't wait to go to more concerts with my little buddy. Uh, Jeff, I'm assuming you don't have kids. Cause you, no. seem, you seem pretty young no. yourself. Uh, no. What what was your first concert though? Do you remember and how old you were? Oh, I was a ZZ Top, ZZ Top, and I was uh, about ten. You know. Yeah, that's a good way to start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, ZZ. Yeah, I love ZZ Top. They're pretty rad. I I was yeah. I was also I think around ten, and I got to see the Ninja Turtles at Radio City Music Hall when they did their that tour, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They're coming, They're coming at, out of the shells yep. tour. Yeah, yeah. yes, dude. Um, <laughs> actually, there's a Ninja Turtles connection, right? Because there's a comic, right? And in the Ninja Turtles comic in the sewer, it says Sepultura rules. Really? In the sewer? Yeah, yeah. Can oh, you, shit, that's crazy. Can you find that? Yeah. Can you send that to me? Do you know where that you saw it randomly in a comic one year and you remember? Um, you know, I have it. I'll, I'll have it. I'll send it to you. I'll send you the picture of it. It's like, um, it's one of the like, um, uh, probably came out in the early 90s. It's like one of the actual like. Actual comics? Yeah, not the uh, like the show comics. It's like the actual like Lillard comics that they used to do. Oh, beautiful, Jeff. See, this yeah. is why you're the right guy. You're the right guy. You're bringing up you know Ninja Turtles. Uh, and how many times have you seen? I know you're seeing Max upcoming, but how many times have you seen him live overall? Oh, uh, you know, it's been a few because you know you got Ozfest and stuff. Ah, you know, I don't know. Probably. Maybe like five, I guess, but from, from like different bands, because there's like you got Soulfly, you got yeah, you got a lot of bands, man. Yeah, I've, I've seen a few of them, man. Every time you come around, you know, I'm I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna try to be there. Who are you going with uh, to see them in February? Are you going uh, solo with some friends? I'm gonna go with my fiance. I'm gonna take oh. her. Oh, maybe. I mean, if. Uh, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to take her because we went and seen Soulfly. She's a fan. She's a fan. She likes. She awesome. digs the music. Sometimes, so. sometimes that uh, you know, you you bring your 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 fiance or your girlfriend, and they they don't like metal at all. And they, <laughs> nah, it's yeah, a I, I don't. It, it's I, I met them. I met them, and the 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 boyfriend would be like, 
totally like, oh, that was the best show ever. And the, the, the girlfriend is like totally like bored. <laughs> like, she's not impressed at all. You know, and I'd be like, what do you think of the show? Uh, it was okay. You know? <laughs> nah, like she likes, she's a big like, uh, like she likes like SoFi, like, like Limp Biscuits. So she's a big, you know, like she likes typo negative. Okay. And like, like that stuff, that like 2000s metal stuff. So she's like a big fan. Like when we went and seen Soulfly, we got like a picture with Dino as he was walking out and stuff. Oh, yeah. And, and you got like meet and greets I've seen for um, the Go Ahead and Die. And we're going to get some of those. We're definitely getting some of those, man, at the merch table. Yeah, and it's cool. I'm doing them as, as I don't know if you guys know this, but there's a, there's a, 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 a YouTube video of Go Ahead and Die where uh, I'm dressed as a cop. I'm a sheriff. And uh, it's called oh, it's called Drugo Cop. Watch it if you have a chance. It's called Drugo Cop, and it's about so it's an alter ego that I created. So it's a sheriff that all he does is bad shit. He just uh, he's just a wreck. He loves metal. He does drugs. He drinks. He he don't give a shit about the law. He's just a you know like an anarchy type sheriff. Um. So anyway, um. The last song of the set is Drugo Cop, and I come and I put the sheriff hat and the sheriff shirt, and I will play like that. And I think I might just stay with it for the meeting grits. <laughs> you guys get to meet the sheriff, Buzzkill, and Max <laughs> Cavalera at the same time. <laughs> oh, I love that, man. Uh, you must get to have a trip making videos. Oh, there's the hat. Oh, there's my hat. Yeah. oh look at that. That's a, yeah, that's that's Sheriff Buzzkill hat. The Sheriff Buzzkill. <laughs> it's kind of like Kilgore, you know, from Apocalypse Now. That's true. That is very true. Oh man, this is you must be so. Is it you've spent your entire life on the road? Is it any sort of? Do you get jitters? Are you excited? What's the feeling when you're about to embark on a new tour? Or is it old hat to you by now? No. I get excited. I get nervous. Believe it or not, after 30 years of doing the shit, I should not be nervous anymore. I should be like, yo, you got this, man. You know, you've been doing it for a long time, you know, relax. But I think that means I care about it, you know? Yeah. It means I, st I still care for for what the audience thinks and wants to give a, a real good show and wants to, like, have fun with the performance. And um, I get very, very... Uh, excited to um go to the I, I i just love the whole thing about touring from from traveling to see the places a lot of times is the chilling in the back of the bus watching the road goes by and you see the little lights flickering and you you know you're playing some of your favorite music and you, you got your headphones on and your mind just goes in a different dimension it's cool is it's and that's like after the show that's like a two in the morning you know that's like a that's when you're rolling deep in the tour and uh you know you did the show you already hang out with the guys we watch some funny shit on tv some dave Chappelle or whatever they they had on you know and then i go in the back and uh it's more it's mostly me and gloria my wife we we, we hang in the back of the bus and uh, that's kind of like the chill zone. That's when I just kind of like watch the road and just watch 
you get to see a lot of America, man, which mm -hmm. is cool. You go to, you know, you get the little cities, the desert, um, the snow. It's going to be cold on this one. So, we, you know, we're in a lot of cold, cold parts of the U.S., and uh, I'm excited for that. I know. I normally, if this was like a few years ago, I'd be like, oh, there's no winter in Arizona or Texas. No, there's winter everywhere. It's cold everywhere uh, now. Uh, global warming is just... Uh, taking over our country our world planet but you're doing a lot of west coast i mean you're all over i mentioned you're in new york so uh it's gonna be go ahead is it go ahead and die die oh do you go you don't have a website yet right is it just social media uh for go ahead and die yeah we have like a facebook um of course a lot of the stuff my wife does a lot of the the social media postings and she goes and film us rehearsing and getting ready for the tour and all that so um yeah you can check out uh go ahead and die facebook instagram all that we're we're on all of those yeah and i know you're cross-promoting on uh on soulfly's uh stuff as well website and because and, it's yeah yeah we, we kind of hit a height a ride in there you know there's <laughs> probably more people there you know because go ahead and die is it's is, is still small you know it's like a it's like starting something uh new and and underground and build from the ground up. That's cool that and you're still motivated to do that. I mean, you're successful. I mean, successful bands and, and to still want to start something from the ground up where you're not playing stadiums in front of thousands of thousands of people. You're playing smaller shows and for the love of it, I'm assuming. Yeah. And that's actually one of the reasons I do it is, is for that because, you know, so fly, we, we do a lot of the festivals and uh, we get like bigger tours and that that's great. And there's, there's nothing wrong with that. I love all that, but I also love the other uh, side, which is reconnecting with uh, a smaller intimate settings. When you go to a small club, you get to really uh, connect with your audience uh you know jeff will know about that because you'll be in the the machine shop where you can actually touch us you know you can uh we can yeah do you when go i'm headbanging if you're in the front row you you oh catch yeah i know i'm 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 a barrier guy like i like grab onto the barrier and just don't let go you know there you go there you go you know what's up you know <laughs> you if you you close enough that my head banging some of my sweat's gonna get on you and and it's all good <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny uh quickly because i know you have a lot of uh stuff scheduled for today of course you know about and you've you've been smart enough to bring up gnr just casually when we're talking uh you mentioned earlier about that uh rock and rio with uh, faith no more and gnr uh any yeah. fond memories of of that um uh, do you did you catch guns and roses set uh at at the now is when they they were user illusion and it was grand and uh, so what did you think of when they went from appetite to this bigger band and what did you th uh, what did you think of them back then? It was massive and it was fun to meet uh, some of them. Duff was the coolest one. He hang out with with the he kind of knew a little bit more about uh, Sepultura and stuff like Fate No More, you know and. I ended up meeting him again a couple of years later with Soulfly, and he remembered uh, us from playing the Rock and Rio, you know, 
Uh, yeah, it was massive, man. It's just uh, it, the Rock and Rio is a crazy uh, festival because it's about 200,000 people. Wow. Uh, so it doesn't get any like more exciting than that. And they were the headliners. We play early, which is kind of how I, how kind of I like it. Okay. So you, you, you do your thing and you're free the rest of the day to just chill and go see bands, you know? Um, so I got to watch them on the side of the stage. It was great. I think I walk around a little bit. I went in the front, watch a little bit from the front as well. Um, uh, yeah, it was a great, it was just a great day in general. You know, Fade No More was killer. There was only one guy that got, that was bad. There was a Brazilian guy. Uh, he was a, he's a Brazilian pop artist called Lobau. You, you guys probably don't know him, but anyway, he, this was a heavy metal day, right? You have Guns N' Roses, Fade No More, Megadeth, I think Judas Priest. And he's the pop guy, and he they put him on this day. I don't know why the the people of Rock and Rio sometimes they don't know what the fuck they're doing, and so they put this pop guy in the middle of all this metal, and he decided to try to be cool, so he show up, dress up as a metalhead, but metal people are not having it. They're like, <laughs> no, we know you're pop. It's like if Madonna decided to be a metalhead tomorrow, you know, you, you're going to get called on it, you know. So I think he played like a song and a half and shit start flying. Oh, you know, bottles of piss and water and people throwing all kinds of shit. It was wild. We, I was in the dressing room and my friend just came and said, dude, it's fucking crazy out there. <laughs> Lobau is getting murdered. He's only he only played one song and he's walk out of the stage. The set is done. You know, Fate No More is next. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's too funny. Uh, anything? Uh, it it sounds that's one of my dreams. I've said this before. It's one of my dreams to see a, uh, a concert outside the country. I mean, I don't count Canada because uh, that's not the same. I want to go to Brazil, whether it's Rock and Rio or I mean. Just from yeah. knowing the history of Guns N' Roses there and the passionate, I mean, you could see fans just jumping up and down, creating a whole wave of, of just a human wave, and you don't really see that, or at least the shows that I've been to where everyone's either standing or sitting. There might be a mosh pit, but it just seems like a totally di different atmosphere and passion in, in Brazil and in South America for rock and roll and heavy metal, and I want to experience that in my life. I haven't. They get pretty excited, and... Uh... I think um, it's something, I, I, maybe it's because there's not that many shows in Brazil in general. So maybe, you know, in New York, you have a show every night. You're right. You can go see. If you want to, you have a, probably a, a show every night of the whole week yeah. for the whole year. You can go see it, you know. And in Brazil, because of that, I think whenever bands come, especially in a, in a festival like this and and this was really very cool uh rock and rio was eight days festival so they had a jazz day they had a pop day they had a like a reggae day and then the heavy metal day was the biggest day it was sold out it was two hundred thousand, man and that's when the, everybody in brazil were like oh shit, we're a heavy metal country and we didn't even knew 
you know <laughs> most people think of brazil they think of samba you know and 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 percussion and stuff but no it's very much they're very much into rock and roll uh, a lot of brazilians south america in general i know argentina chile yeah. they go they go nuts and i heard through the grapevine don't know if it is true or not but i heard a lot of the crew even people that take care of axel are brazilian for some reason no that's no that is true uh they they're called team brazil actually uh, okay yeah so the so it's not a rumor it's true yeah so a long story short and the diehard gnr fans right now are almost rolling their eyes uh, so when Axel was dating Steph- Stephanie Seymour, the she's in the November Rain video, she had a uh, nanny housekeeper named Beta, and she, uh, Stephanie Seymour was cheating on Axel. Beta told Axel, Axel's like she's gonna fire you, so I will hire you. It don't worry about it. Just take care of, but be my assistant. So she's been in his life since the early nineties. And it's just created this family environment around him. And the, her, her son, Fernando, is the manager. Uh, the sister, Vanessa, works. So it's a whole team of of Brazilians that are taking care of uh, of Axl Rose and, and Guns N' Roses, essentially, right now. So that is that is very true. That is very true. Wow. Wow, now I got the I got the whole scoop now. So I, know, I, know, I knew something about that. It's like I heard through some talking with friends or something. I think one of my friends probably mentioned that to me, and I thought that was cool, um, because I also knew that uh, uh, Motorhead Lemmy was also there's some Brazilians in in that was part of the of the Motorhead okay. crew, okay, as well. Um, yeah, we're 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 a real. Friendly people, Brazilians. You know, we're 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 famous for being very friendly, um, and easy to like. <laughs> hey, that's I can't argue with that. Based upon my two conversations with you, Max. I mean, this is uh, I love talking to you, Jeff. Do you have any uh, questions for for Max Cavalera um, before we wrap up? Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, one of my favorite songs is Biotech is Godzilla, and I know it's written by Jello Biafra. But are you a Godzilla fan, and do you have a favorite Godzilla movie? Um, if you're not, that's fine. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm. I, I'm. No, I don't know much about it, man. To be honest, but I just the whole thing came. We asked Jello for a song, and it was all up to him. The lyrics. I I had nothing to do with the lyrics. And he came up with a whole concept of biotech, you know, pharmaceuticals and biotechnology uh, being Godzilla, you know, so it's like it's a monster. And the lyrics talks about this kind of stuff, mutations, creation in in laboratories and uh okay it's it's wild jello lyrics are really if you if you listen to old dad kennedy's he has really uh crazy songs like uh holiday income holiday income yeah. uh you know uh california uber alice uh kill the poor you know he has he's a wild he's a wild man on the lyrics but i myself i like to know more about godzilla i think i think the uh 
I, I think I like the I, I watched the black and white. Is it a black and white one, right? The movie? There's a black and yeah, white one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The original one. Yeah, it's great, man. Yeah, the originals are black and white. I mean, of course, they are some Americanized reboots, like the well, Matthew Broderick one that came out all those years ago. But I, I haven't seen it. But I heard the new one that just came out is supposed to be really good. Oh, um, it is. Um, Godzilla minus one. It's pretty cool. I'm actually gonna go see it again next week because they uh, put it in black and white. Oh, so it, so you can confirm because yeah. I've read that everywhere that it's yeah. really good, like storyline. Yeah, I thought that. Yeah, I thought that I like. I like the black and white one. It was like really primitive filmed, but it was cool. It's it's almost kind of like when you watch old movies like the horror movies of the of, of that era the black and white dracula and frankenstein there's a there's something cool about that man like they didn't have C, you know cgi and none of that shit that we have now so they made all that for real you know all the sets were handmade by people you uh, know i love that yeah no i'm a practical effects kind of guy like more than cg totally so i'm with that and you had to focus more on the story instead of hiding it behind all these special effects yeah um, and there's one called mecha godzilla right mecha yeah 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 mecha godzilla that's right. uh the uh well um it's like the robot godzilla that fights godzilla yeah I know Mecha maybe I'll do, maybe I'll do a, a, a Soulfly song in the future. There'll be a part two of Biotech is Godzilla. Um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll think of something and maybe I'll add Mecha Godzilla. Biotech is Mecha Godzilla. Yeah, we'll do something like that. We'll, we'll, we'll come. We'll come up with something. Oh, there you go. There's a little buddy. And he wants to eat the microphone, of course. He's yeah. In, he's in that phase where I have to eat everything. So. <laughs> hey. Awesome. I, hey, Harrison. What's up, dude? He's uh. We're gonna play some metal for him eventually, but right now, I don't know. I, is he on the is he on the Barney Barney phase yet or not yet? He this kid is not gonna watch Barney. <laughs> I got him uh, Sesame Street and Blues Clues. That's what he's uh he's primarily watching. And yeah, my kids my kids drove me nuts with Barney, man. I, I almost lost my shit. <laughs> I, yeah. I can't do it. Baby Shark had, is I had, enough. Well, I, had, I actually went to see Barney live and I was like pulling my hair. It's like Oh. oh, I always thought a uh, DJ was cool. DJ was Barney's friend, the yellow guy, <laughs> yeah, because he wore Converse. His voice is crazy, though. His voice is annoying, bro. <laughs> like, like the whole freaking night that that dinosaur voice was like driving me nuts, man. Uh, you're a good dad, Max. <laughs> you're a good dad, and I think that's so cool that you're you play with your sons. Of course, the the new band, Go Ahead and, and Die. Uh, he, right now, it's in similar. He's my co-host. Uh, also, I call him Baby Brownstone. So we'll see if he grows up and wants to be in the radio uh, as well. But Ma yo, man, that's awesome, Max. I can't thank you enough for your time. This was a pleasure, and I hope we get to do this again. Awesome, hey! Thank you guys. Thank you, Jeff. All right, bye, bye, Max. See you in Flint, brother. You take yeah. care. So that does it for this episode of Appetite for Distortion. When will you see the next one? Well, in the words of Axel Rose concerning Chinese democracy. I don't know if soon is the word, but you'll see it. Recording stopped. Max, thank you so much, and uh, I hope I didn't keep you too late. No, it's all good, man. Appreciate you, huh? You got it. You take care. Bye-bye, Max. All right, man. Actually, we, you know, let me record this really quick with you, Jeff. Oh. Yeah, just real quick. Hold on. Recording in progress. So was that fun, Jeff?
It was super fun. <laughs> I love your enthusiasm, man. I, I, you perfect. You were, you were great. I, I, I tell everyone, you know, you don't have to have any radio experience. Uh, just chime in when you want. I, I'm certainly aware that I want to get you involved when you can. Uh, so. I, I guess. So have you ever done any podcasting or radio before, or is this your first experience? Uh, no, I've done a few podcasts. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, I did. Uh, I did um, some with Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer, the comedian, he has a podcast. I did a couple with him. Oh, you did? And so how, I did. How'd that happen? Are you a comedian? Um, you know, well, no. He like asked, kind of like what you did, and I like responded, and it just went from there. And I did like three of them. Um, one of them's on his Patreon where um, we like review the new Metallica album. Oh wow! Uh, which, which is pretty cool. I did another podcast where we talked about my favorite album of all time, called which is the Last Action Hero soundtrack, <laughs> and that's on the Rock and Metal Combat podcast. Um, I did uh, another podcast called uh, the Freeform Rock podcast. And I did another podcast called the Rock All Over You podcast. And I did another podcast that was the Lee Gershman podcast. So, yeah, so. you have experience. It, it, it goes, if you can't tell, I did as little background information on you, Jeff, as possible. So that's what it goes to show anybody else who wants to come and co host with me. All yeah. it is is just a quick chat online, and I can tell if you're cool or not. And I, I can carry a conversation and, and do radio with anybody. So you just, you're you're even better than what I thought you were going to be. And I, I, I want to acknowledge if those who are watching on YouTube, I love the Bill and Ted Bogus Journey uh, poster behind you. Oh, dude, I got the, the, I don't know if you could see it, but I got a Bill and Ted tattoo. Oh, yeah, you have the, the telephone booth. Yeah, it's one of my favorite movies. It is my favorite movie. Love it. Uh, now there are rumors of a fourth one. I've heard. Yeah, which is gonna be awesome, man. You yeah. know, all right, now it's I, gonna be excellent. It's gonna be excellent. Yeah, yeah. well, stand you, dude. <laughs> oh, and uh, so let's finish with the because uh, I asked you to stall time when um, when Max was his Zoom kind of crapped out. So I got some of your uh, your GNR shows, but I always ask this to listeners who come on: uh, favorites Guns N' Roses song and piece of memorabilia if you have one. Uh, probably, well, favorite song is probably 14 years. 14 years. He agrees. Yeah, the kid, kid likes it, too. He agrees. That's the kid's favorite. <laughs> um, I don't remember, Billy. Really. I mean, I, I, that probably that Robocop shirt, man. Yeah. Um, uh, which I bought one and it's, um, uh, do you have it? No, I the don't have Okay. So it's, I hate it when shirts, right? They have like an icon here and then the picture's on the back. Okay. Right. And that's what the shirt was, right? And it's like nobody can see the picture, right? Like if I wear a leather jacket, they don't know what I'm wearing. So I had to get like a bootleg shirt and the picture was on the front, okay. right? And then that wore out because it's a bootleg. So then I had to buy like another bootleg with like the picture on the front and it looks all right. So I've heard some people complain about that. I mean, I, I've gotten a couple shirts where it's just a little logo on the front and the thing on the back. And I'm like, okay, that's different than every other shirt but you're right yeah. if you really like the design you don't want it on the back so they should have yeah, options like, 
If I wear my denim vest, they're not going to see it. I know. It just looks like a black shirt. And you shouldn't have to choose between your denim vest and RoboCop. They should go together. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Jeff, this was awesome. You are invited to come back on again. Whenever you see a guest I post, just hit me up and see if we can make it work out. Uh, Because sometimes the schedules don't always align. So I'm, I'm I'm happy this worked out. And, and just thanks, man. And just uh, appreciate you following. Well, thank you, man. It's been a fun time, man. You Straight got, on. You got it. So that so that does it for this episode of Appetite for Distortion. When will you see the next one? In the words of Axel Rose concerning Chinese democracy, I don't know if soon is the word, but you'll see it. No! Fuck it! No! Yeah! Thanks to the lame-ass security, I'm going home.